0: This time, on whatever we want, we talk about James Gunn's new DC Slate announcement. There are time codes down in the description if you'd like to jump around to different points. In the episode, we talk everything from the new big bad of the DC universe to Swamp Thing. Does this change anything for DC? We will discuss. Enjoy! Welcome back to Whatever We Want, where we review content across all beams memes and media, movies, TV shows, video games, and beyond to give you the most interesting behind-the-scenes insights, storytelling techniques, all that jazz, and
1: more. We go over everything from Disney, Pixar, Marvel. Without further ado, let's jump right into
0: it. Pre-banter! Pre-pre-banter-banter! That's the thing, Daniel. Welcome back, everyone. But I was thinking, yeah. I don't really have much for pre-banter today, and I just kind of really want to jump into the main topic of the week. So are you cool just jumping into Oh, okay. The yeah, the one time stuff. I do it, we're just like... <laughs> 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 yep. Here we are. All right, so okay. yeah, the DC news. So basically, yeah, we're, like we said in the intro, intro, we're talking about like James Gunn's huge DC announcement. This kind of drops I on the thirty first. Kind of wearing the wrong shirt for this. Yeah, what the heck, Sorry, man? Sorry, audio listeners. But... Daniel's got a Spider-Man shirt on. What are you <laughs> doing? Yeah, I love. I think it's really funny because James Gunn announced. Like in December or maybe it was the beginning of January, he was like, "I'm gonna make the DC slate announcement this month sometime." And he like waited till the last day, like the, day. like January thirty first <laughs> is when he released it. Like nothing like the last minute procrastination that sure set in the president. If, okay, but for here's the thing: DC's future. <laughs> if
1: I'm being honest, I kind of like
0: it. Seems like good stuff that they're putting out.
1: But honestly, if they took more time, I would have been okay with it too. The show that they're
0: like they're putting in the prep yeah, time, you know what I mean? Maybe. Yeah, I feel like. If he would have waited one more day, if he were February first, everyone would have been like, "Oh, they're like he said, January is February." No, I'm something. saying like, not.
1: Don't even make the statement
0: originally. Yeah, yeah like yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. they needed to. I think they need to make these statements though, just to keep DC fans on board. I, I the big question. I want to run through everything and talk about our thoughts on it, and then kind of decide like, does this change anything? Like, do you think this is a good step forward for DC, or, or like, like they can make all the announcements they want, but like at the end of the day, if they don't deliver, you know, like so. I guess. Time will tell, but yeah, we're just gonna run over the, the slate and stuff. So uh yeah, ready yeah. ready to jump into it?
1: Yeah yeah. I'm I'm pulling it up now myself so I can also reference stuff.
0: All right, so I mean the first thing that he ran through was uh the slate for this upcoming year, like 2023. Like so the DC projects that are kind of still in development before like his new the new DCU kind of takes over. Yeah. So I just want to briefly rush through those, give our thoughts on that. So first we got Shazam Fury of the Gods. What what do you think about this movie? This is coming up pretty soon, like March, I think. I don't give a flip-flap patty whack
1: or any Same. dog's bones about this, dude. Same, like, dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally movie watched,
0: I think, both Avatar and Puss and Boots together when we were in the theater, and both times this trailer came on, I was like, I'm just not looking forward to it. You said you were less intrigued to watch it the more you saw the trailer. I know. I don't know. And I just... The only appeal for me is that it takes place in Philadelphia. Like because I'm like, yeah, PA Philly represent. I was there a couple of <laughs> weeks ago. But like other than that, I don't especially now that we I know that everything's about to be reset at the end of this year with this new slate that he just announced. I'm like, well, what's the point of this? Like, maybe it'll be a fun story. I don't know. The like the last one, the first Shazam with um Billy Batson and, and like the seven grey morb deadly sins or whatever they were. Like mm-hmm. those villains, I just didn't really appeal to me, and I, I I've said this before, but I don't think Billy Batson and Zachary Levi, like the kid and the adult, I don't think they mesh well. Like the transition, I don't like know. energy wise. Yeah, hmm. I think Billy ba- or Zachary Levi's too bubbly for like the angsty teen that plays the kid, who's now also like an adult now. <laughs> like I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's a yeah, that's things. a good point too. You kind of gotta. <laughs> I would actually <laughs> I look up who world. plays the kid and how old he is. But what do you think about Shazam? I mean, you said I, it, but... It's,
1: yeah, it's not really... He's never really been my favorite. Okay, well, I should say this. He has a much better written character when it comes to animations. Especially, yeah. like, I love, like, his moral stance for when it comes to a lot of stuff in the Injustice storyline. Because he naturally wants to side with Superman. He's with Superman for the longest time there. But he, he eventually comes to a point where he's like, this is, this is wrong. Yeah. And, like, like, and that, that's kind of like the, the stance I feel like Shazam should have where he's, because he was chosen for that kind of understanding that he has. Uh-huh. I think that's so. interesting
0: you bring up animation though, because I, and when we get into like the new stuff that was announced, James Gunn did say like the, his goal is to like make a cohesive Merch. story between like make a, yeah, yeah. film, television, animation, and gaming, which he didn't really announce anything for gaming. So I want to like maybe theorize what yeah, could be in the works that, for that. I don't know about that. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, the kid that plays Shazam is 20 years old, so he's not really a kid anymore. <laughs> he's also, like, pretty tall, I think. Shaman! <laughs> Shaman. <laughs> Anyways, all right, next in the announcement was The Flash, so that's the Flash, coming out yeah. this year. Uh, James Gunn said this was shaping up to be a really good movie. I want to ask you, do you think he actually thinks that, or is he trying to, like, ease fans, slash, get them into the theater after the whole Ezra, Mel- Ezra Miller situation?
1: Well, let's think, it's still going to be Ezra Miller for this version of The Flash, right? yeah like yeah, they yeah. Didn't t-
0: no they there's it was literally like did not make any sense to reshoot it because he plays like two characters like ezra miller and then like a alternate universe ezra miller so he's like two of the main characters so like they could not have reshot him out of it
1: <laughs> i'm just gonna say it i think it's a really bad move i think it's very stupid that they're uh,
0: releasing this
1: if if they were going to go forward and cut out what was it batgirl for tax yeah. purposes so that way they could at least make you know, some recovery. I think they that. sunk too
0: much money compared to Batgirl into this that it didn't make sense tax wise. They wouldn't return on their investment. And I think this is, they're still banking on this to but like reset the DC universe, even though there's two more films coming out after this before just, the just, do, a reset, reset. Yeah, just do a hard reset then yeah Just do a hard reset like they, don't have it yeah. be like this film is going to be a crutch that we're
1: going to use plot wise to try to explain all this bs on, well, top, of all, on top of all the main <laughs> actor having all these allegations for being just frankly an asshole and then apparently they're getting
0: help though and like are seriously committed to changing <sighs> i don't know the situation but i don't want to like I don't know. I don't give
1: I don't, a fuck. If you, if you if you've done bad things, you're you,
0: you're bad. You can
1: change short, but that doesn't resolve the responsibility of the actions other the you've done. Yeah, I, I definitely
0: think. Yeah, like I mean, I'm I'm glad they're getting help. I, it doesn't change like what they've done at all. Um, and like the fact that like yeah, they're gonna be like a big movie star in this multi-budget movie dollar movie is unfortunate, but also on the flip, if the actions of that one person would tarnish the work that hundreds of people that worked on this movie did that would also suck. So, I think this is the lesser of two evils, I guess. For me, it's all it's not it's
1: about reputation too. I'm not just talking about Ezra Miller in this sense. I'm talking about just DC as a whole.
0: Their like, reputation I is not it, great this, right now.
1: <laughs> my point. So, if they do a film like this where it's again riding on this pivotal actor that has again all this stuff going on. Like it's just it's just taking that reputation and bringing it even further down in an attempt to try to fix things. Yeah, but I'm I just guess- saying just fix things. Just cut it off, like hard cut. I, I, I think it's hard doing to it say
0: until we see the movie itself and see like if it is like actually a hard reset and what the heck I'm, is I'm planning. I'm Not
1: gonna lie, I don't even know if I want to go see it.
0: That's the thing, yeah. and
1: I feel like a lot of other audience members are gonna have the exact same. That's why feeling. I think James
0: Gunn is like it's just shaping up to be a good movie because I think he's trying to get people to maybe see it. I think it could be really good, but I don't know um but then moving on the last two movies of the year James Gunn kind of breezed past in his announcement he said Blue Beetle and Aquaman 2
1: I'm excited for Blue Beetle I will say that <laughs> yes I will say that Aquaman in general not not the guy I I'll, I'll never stop saying this Aquaman is like the worst superhero ever in my mind okay he swims. That's Yo, it. My, That's his thing. You, my gamer tag
0: for like everything is Poseidon, man. Come on. Those, That's different. That's a sea god. People.
1: That's literally like a sea like, like god compared to Aquaman. You can go talk to SpongeBob and Patrick. Loody That's pretty cool. Do. I would take
0: that power in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> i lose brain cells pretty fast. but <laughs> Yeah. Anyways. Oh, uh, man. So, out of these DC projects, I guess before the new slate, you're looking forward to Blue Beetle the most?
1: Yeah, Yes, definitely the most. Yeah. Okay. I actually like Blue Beetle a lot as a character. Yeah. Uh,
0: it's that kid from Cobra Kai who's yeah. doing it. I'm, I'm excited for it. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Um, anyways, uh, so yeah, that's kind of like the aquaman 2 comes out december 2023 and then it's like a hard reset apparently but it's not really a hard reset because like he's bringing in characters from the past like stuff that Mm -hmm. he's worked on we'll get into that but i also want to bring up the important distinction that he he said about elseworlds so they're still gonna have the stories like the batman and and joker the joker like outside kind of funny because they're both yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: well, like Batman's alley ish, right. but Like anywho, <laughs>
0: the alley where his parents died, rip. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, so they're having these Elseworlds, separate stories where basically it's, it's separate from the like main DC storyline that James Gunn started to run through, like the w- like what the MCU is. But it's these like external stories that are not a part of that, like don't tie in yeah. at all, one offs, which I'm really excited about because those are my favorite DC projects, like the Batman and like joker those projects are my favorite ones that we've got in the killing. past yeah. long. so i'm glad they're not just like mixing those i am curious i want to talk to later about what we think like what else will be in the Else worlds, like if they'll introduce any more or if like the batman and joker were just kind of grandfathered in but uh before we get there i want to now start running through the like the eight to ten stuff? year plan yeah that yeah. that james gunn said the first part in this grand 10-year plan whatever is called gods and monsters and he also made it clear that the what he announced was not all of the slate of gods and monsters there's apparently going to be more in there but this is what he could announce currently yeah so what do you think about just gods and monsters like that concept and like that being the first step
1: i like this in general to having themes built yeah, each one. Because that's one thing we didn't really see with Marvel. We, we kind of saw it progress as it went from phase to phase. I think but there people, wasn't really yeah. like a titled thing. You know what I mean? So I feel like it gives well, a more concise way to like know what we're going to be building and getting into. They're
0: kind of retroactively doing that. Yeah, like they did, like, after the Infinity Saga was over, they're like, this was the Infinity Saga, and now we're in the Multiverse yeah. Saga. So they they kind of retroactively did that, but like per That's phase, what I'm was there wasn't like, it wasn't like phase one is this, but I guess you could kind of say like, phase one was like building the team, to let like culminating in Avengers. Phase two was like, a lot of sequels, Thor 2, and stuff like that. <laughs> Guardians. Maybe, like, introducing space in the cosmos more. And then yeah. Phase 3 was, like, the infin- like the culmination of Thanos and Infinity. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, uh, so the first thing that James got announced was Creature Commandos. It's an animated series. So they are, yeah, yeah, yeah. like we said, trying to tie an animation to everything. Film, television, television, <laughs> television. Television, gaming, and animation. So, uh, Creature Commando's animated series. James Gunn said that he has written all these episodes already. And he said, well, this is actually pretty interesting. I think it's a cool concept. But they're trying to have the characters cross over from the animation to live action. And, like, vice versa. With, like, hopefully the same actor playing them. I think that's pretty interesting, actually. What what are your thoughts on on that? No,
1: I I think that's honestly the proper way to do it. It kind of makes me think of, again, like the Marvel what-ifs in some cases. Even though... In some cases, they didn't even use the same voice actor, but they still use right. like, the same kind of like look for like, Manurism, the models. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, I feel like something like that and tangential to that would be awesome to see because it's just, again, it's just more ways to expand the stories of a universe.
0: So yeah, I uh, up for it. I think it's also going to be an interesting challenge acting wise for whatever actor gets these roles because voiceover is totally different than live action acting. Like when you're speaking with your voice, I was actually just talking to my um, roommates and some of their friends. When we did a trip to big bear on the car ride, we were talking about voice acting and like when you're speaking, I obviously don't know firsthand, but like when you're doing voice acting, it's all you have to go off of is your voice. Like that's all the characters getting the animators put life into it. Whereas when you're live action acting you have like your facial expressions and, and just your movement to like sell your acting as well i guess so it'd be interesting to see who can accurately like flip back and forth between those two i don't know hmm. uh but i don't know i don't know who's gonna be on their creature commando team but i was looking up uh who has been on the team before the original team had warren griffith jake jake two. Those are two GI robots. <laughs> so apparently I'm on the I'm on the team twice, man. Uh Dr. Myra Rhodes. Dr. Medusa. Okay. That's pretty good. Hmm. I think in the picture that James Gunn released, like Frankenstein was on that list. Um, in that picture. Hmm. Man Bat. Medusa. I don't know. Man Bat, really? Hmm. Uh, according to this comicvine.gameSpot.com article. Yes. <laughs> Interesting. I don't know Yeah I'm excited about that Animated Should be good I, There was like no Really release dates Attached to most of these I don't think But uh, yeah mm-hmm. um, Next on the list uh, Waller Is an HBO show Yeah uh, So Yeah what do you think About that mm-hmm.
1: I, I think it just depends on how they do it. Because, again, this is one of the things, like you said, that they're kind of bringing from, was it Peacemaker? and like Yeah, things that already been Suicide done.
0: Squad. She's been Amanda Waller, played by Viola Davis again, but she's been well, Amanda yeah. Waller since, like, the first yeah. Suicide Squad, like, 2016. So they're still kind of, like, bringing this in. And James got even said this announcement that in the show she'll be teaming up with members of Peacemaker. So you'll finally have to watch that, Daniel, please. <laughs> yeah. It's a good show. It's a <laughs> it really is a good, good show. show. I just have time, dude. Well, I'm now like- you like it's the only thing they're like bridging over from the old okay stuff. Probably. So you probably should watch it. What's it on HBO? Yeah, everything from DC's on HBO. It's Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah, it's apparently co-created by the Watchmen creator and the Doom Patrol creator. Oh, we'll see. Cool. I don't know uh then next the big announcement everyone's been talking about is superman Booster legacy Gold, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. no superman <laughs> legacy uh which is a movie uh, about like the origins of superman and james gunn is actually writing it right now he said it's like the true he said it's the true beginning of the dcu i also saw that he on twitter recently put up a poll like trunks versus no trunks for superman and people are voting and I think Trunks won, but I'm just wondering Trunks, if like yeah. that's actually how he's gonna make like a lot of creative decisions, just like Twitter polls, <laughs> just Twitter polls, like, yeah. mullets? <laughs> no mullet for Superman. <laughs> CGI mustache? Oh. No CGI mustache. Oh my god. I I want to ask you though, do you think James Gunn is doing too much? Because he's been hired to be like the creative oversight of all of DC. I'm worried he's gonna be stretching himself too thin if he's like overseeing everything and writing this. Creative keep Creature Commando show and heading the Superman Legacy show and I think he's writing another one maybe later I like I think The Authority, he said that was like a passion project of his because mm-hmm. like Kevin Feige is, I'm not saying it doesn't have to be an exact copy of Kevin Feige but Kevin Feige doesn't write any of the movies, you know, he is just like the oversight, kind of overseeing the whole umbrella, everything, make sure everything fits perfectly. Do you think if James Gunn is getting too much in the weeds that they could lose sight no. and it won't be as good? How and, come? and
1: here's why, because... I feel like what he's doing is what needs to be done is there needs to be a singular mind. Well, of course you have like your team with other writers. They so got to help get things in the right direction, but having a singular lead help lay the foundation. He's being the architect right now, like literally mapping out all the different dimensions of like how are you going to be pouring the concrete where you need your structure beams? Like uh-huh. what, like where do things need to be? Right. You need that first before what they were doing is they kind of had with Snyder. They had kind of like a foundation, Kind of, but then and let there wasn't people do any their own thing. architectural plan to actually build the rest of the house. Yeah, you know,
0: so so maybe I feel like he yeah
1: he's needed to get this whole plan in.
0: Maybe Kevin Feige would have like written movies had he done that before. Maybe just out of like lack of experience, Kevin Feige just couldn't write the the MCU movies. Maybe he would have had he been like a writer or or like director or something, but I am not sure. No, yeah. Be- since he had like a producing background, maybe. He just attacked it from that angle. That's a good point because I guess, yeah, James Gunn has a different background, and that's why they hired him, not to be a Kevin Feige copy. So, yeah, I yeah. guess that could be interesting. I don't know, though. I'm, I'm just I'm curious to see how that plays out. Um, and he does also have his co CEO, Peter, whatever the other guy's name is. I feel so bad for him. He always gets <laughs> forgotten. Like, it's just like James Gunn and the other guy <laughs> that was hired. Oh man. Um, but yeah, so the Superman Legacy movie releasing July 11th, 2025. Who do you think should play Superman? I don't know. Tom Holland, me? (laughs) No, (laughs) that'd be so weird.
1: It's like I I feel like there's been that joke where somebody like mislabels Spider-Man as Superman with great power comes great responsibility. Oh, it's the news anchor one. You remember? Have you seen that clip where it's a news anchor lady? Oh, yes. Superman's favorite line: With great power power comes great responsibility. Yeah. yeah, Everyone's just cringing. But like, if Tom Holland did become Superman, that'd be kind of funny because technically she'd be right then, and then she'd be like, ah. But yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like he's, again, Superman's not my guy. He's not my he's not my bro. He's yeah. my homie.
0: I think I was talking to my boss about this at work, um, just about mm-hmm. all the DC news when it came out. And we were we kind of were just like riffing and we were like, it'd be really funny if well we were like a Superman legacy, like origin movie, and he was like, Isn't that just Smallville? And I was like, yeah. And then I was like, wouldn't it be funny if that like this is just a ploy? Like they make a fake ad or like fake trailer get everyone to the theater and then it just starts a smallville marathon oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, they did it guys they did it <laughs> yeah um yeah superman legacy i know I, I bet evan's excited about that i just hope i hope they do it right especially because they kind of can't uh henry cavill for this yeah i don't know it should be interesting yeah i also want to hear your thoughts on i think it's interesting that james gunn like i feel like his expertise is taking not well-known characters. And that kind of like making the story creative and new and fresh and making audiences fall in love with this like band of misfits type character. I don't know how much experience I've seen slash he has taking an already well-beloved character and making a story out of that. Like, so he took Guardians, made everyone super fans out of them because they were not well-known. Superman Mm -hmm. is very well-known and well-loved and criticized when you do anything different. And he's tackling this story. Do you think he'll have trouble or difficulties making that switch?
1: No, because at the end of the day, he's a character person. Like you said it yourself, it's, I don't think it matters whether or not it's a well-known character or not. Like, uh-huh. When he has a character, he, he, he's approaching characters differently compared to stories, compared to how
0: other people write. Because I feel how like so, he, like, what does he do differently? Do you think
1: he he takes a? I feel like a lot of times people write their characters, including myself, is something I also need to change. Is they have them in a world and they see what their external problems are that they're going to need to face. Uh-huh. But James Gunn, I feel like looks deeper, not only to like internal conflicts, internal problems, but also like what, what is the drives and motives? And he has a deeper connection with the characters. He's like, I feel like he, whenever he writes, he actually beyond puts himself in the shoes of that character. So he knows exactly what they be, uh, doing. Okay. Which is core of any good writing. But like, I feel like, the, I don't know what it is. It's the, there's something there. There's like a pizzazz that he has. Again, like, yeah, like with guardians. Uh-huh. To where every character was different with Guardians 1. Like, they all had their different own styles, but, like, as soon as you saw how they were acting or moving, like, you knew, like, what they were about and, like, how how they were. Okay. So it, it's that kind of energy that he's able to just hone in on. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. So I think he's going to be fine with that. I'm, yeah, I'm just interested to see... <laughs>
0: how that goes because i think it is just like a different way like t- way to tackle something as
1: long as he doesn't make superman like emo or something like yeah <laughs> i'm all like goth and, and like
0: oh i'm an alien no <laughs> <laughs> superman's on tiktok <laughs> making <up their> <laughs> straps <laughs> oh, um, my god anyways uh so the lanterns HBO show is also is next on the yeah, yeah, yeah. was next on the agenda. Um, my boss joked and was like, well, are they going to get Ryan Reynolds back? And I think it'd be actually hilarious <laughs> if he cameoed.
1: <laughs> That'd be, I feel like, yeah, no, I feel like they should have him as a cameo. Imagine, if, I forget what they're called, but imagine like the blue guys are like the council, of the green lanterns. Imagine if they have him as one of them. Yeah. That'd be so but funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, this is actually one of the ones I'm actually looking forward to the most for two reasons. Yeah. One, Jon Stewart. St- Stewart. Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, I can't speak. Um, and Hal Jordan. Mainly. But that's mainly because Hal Jordan's okay. But I, I'm just me, saying he was,
0: he's also in it. Like those are the two that he announced.
1: Yeah. yeah. But for me, Jon Stewart was always like my core Green Lantern because yeah. of the animated series or just like, oh. the animated series. So like he was always, plus just the way he holds himself and the way he, he does things. Like he has less flair than Hal Jordan and all that. So like he's like straight to the point but morally just, and he like gets to it. So that's why the second thing, right? It leads it to like, this, uh like a intergalactic cop is how it's yeah, they it said, written here. He said like true detective uh, with
0: green lantern, space cops. Um, I love that feel. That's yeah. going to be so cool. And I think this, this series, I'm ex- I'm actually going to be kind of looking at this one through a lens because uh like with close eyes, because James Gunn said this, he like briefly said this, but I was like, Oh, I caught that. But he said, it's a space cop's, and a mystery that ties into the larger DC story. And he just kind of breezed past that. But I was like, oh, so like maybe we'll get some hints at to what everything's leading towards in this show. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like an external something in space. It probably is. That's what it, like, everything is like leading towards in comics. But I think they, this Lantern show is like one of the first cases where we'll be in space for a majority of it, probably. And so I think we'll see some more hints to what the DCU is building towards in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean- uh, next is the Authority, which is a passion project of mm-hmm. James Gunn. It's a movie. It's based on the wi- uh, Wildstorm characters, which is a group yeah. of superheroes that think the world is broken and will do anything it takes to fix it, no matter the cost. Um, kinda, that kind of synopsis kind of gives me like the Boys vibes, where I think like they might approach it like, oh, these group of superheroes that just like don't care about the law and just gonna do whatever it takes, like superheroes without restraint. So I'm excited mm-hmm. about that passion project of yeah, James Gunn.
1: I feel like this is more up his alley too. Again, like you were saying before, like introducing yeah. new character
0: quote unquote new characters. Like onto lesser the screen known, lesser well known yeah. comic characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um next is um, pa- so yeah. Paradise Lost, which is an HBO series on uh the birth pit pa- it's in it takes place in the birthplace of Wonder Woman, kinda like Game of Thrones, uh James mm-hmm. Gunn said.
1: I think it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be it's it's a very different vibe than like a lot of the other stuff that we're gonna be getting. Yeah. I just hope here's the thing, dude. Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four, yeah. fucking killed all of my enthusiasm yeah. for any new Wonder Woman material for a while. So right. I don't know. It, it depends on who they have. Is are they like going to show actually have it? Wonder Woman in the show, or is this going to be like
0: before her time? Or I don't know. I think. What do this, you think? I think this is. I think the way he was hinting at it, this doesn't center around Wonder Woman. I think it's just about the place and like the warriors around like that i think she that's came a good way to from. take it so yeah i don't think it will it might like lead into the next phase that we see the w- origins of wonder woman or something because if we're starting with like the origins of superman maybe in this we'll start to get hints of the origins of wonder woman or something like that um and then they'll combine that's like true. the next phase or something also
1: what time period do you think superman legacy is gonna be in per se right because i feel like that's also a very important thing Thinking about like time wise with Wonder Woman now as well.
0: Yeah. I think I think Paradise Lost, this Wonder Woman thing is gonna take place like hundreds of years ago. Just me yeah. personally. Um and maybe it will flash forward back and forth with the present day. I don't know. But I think the Superman legacy, I think it'd be I think it would be interesting if they said this was present day and then just this current we get to grow up with Superman and see him become a hero throughout the course of the ten years of the DCU. I think that'd be a great story arc for him over the yeah. whole thing. So I don't want them to be like, all right, this was like ten years ago. Now he's Superman. Like I want to see that growth over this whole DC run, I guess. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that's a good idea. Same with Batman, which we now get to. That was the next announcement. Mm-hmm. The Brave and the Bold is a movie. Introduction to the DCU's Batman. Um it's a story of Batman with his son, Damian Wayne, based on Grant Morrison's comic run. Um beginning of the Bat Family the DCU, he said. What do you talking about? Here's on my this? one thing with this. Yeah.
1: And this is what I've seen a lot of people kind of have gripes with this about is why are we starting with Damien? What do you mean? You should be starting what? with Bruce, you think?
0: Wait, no, for Robin. Oh, why for are we starting Robin. off? You think we should with start with, uh, what's his face? Dick. Yeah. Nightwing. Yeah. Or eventually becomes Nightwing. But yeah. Maybe he's already Nightwing in this, and like, or maybe they're changing oh, okay, it up. So if that's know. an
1: established thing, like, if that would be something that they established in the film, like, I'd be totally fine with that. But like, well, again, too, this is going to be an experienced Batman that we've already seen. Right. It's not going to be like an origin
0: thing. Maybe. I'm assuming. Yeah. I don't know if he has a son already. Probably. Unless I change his origin and like maybe uh, Dick died and then he becomes Batman because of that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
1: you don't need to do that. I yeah, just want no, to see know. Nightwing properly done on screen. Yeah. There was the
0: Titans show, which
1: I know I didn't watch. I had no interest in watching that.
0: Yeah, same. I don't know.
1: It's just I want to see him. He, he might have been done right in that show. I I could be a total fool right now, (laughs) but I kind of just want to. I want to see him with bats. I want to see Dick with his gymnastics flying around, doing flips and stuff. Batman being all gritty, like like ground combat, flipping people over as Dick is doing flips over them. Like, come on, like that's what we want to see. We'll get that with damien though. Yeah.
0: Next, we've got Booster Gold, like you alluded to earlier. So that's an HBO series. It's a comic cult character. Yep. Apparently, he's a loser from the future that uses future tech to come back in time to the present day and become a superhero. To to be hero. So yeah. he's loved. Superhero imposter syndrome. It's funny, actually. At your party, at your Christmas party. Yeah, you uh, saw oh, someone ben? from the future?
1: Well, no, Ben <laughs> had a shirt on. Uh, like a Booster Gold shirt on. And he was talking to me and Evan. And he's like, I'll give you five bucks if you can guess who this is. Oh, it took yeah? me saying like, oh wait, that's that's and Evan's the D- our DC guy. He's our resident DC guy.
0: I'm like Evan, you don't know this. Yeah. Ben did say he wanted to be on our podcast if we talked DC again. I completely forgot to. Uh, oh yeah, sorry Ben. Well, <laughs> next time. Well, we have all these things th- like that are gonna be coming out. So I'm sure we'll get him on. Yeah, one we, we have a lot. Um, I mean,
1: heck, we could talk to him when, like when we watch the Booster Gold show. Like, yeah. Boom.
0: Um, or Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow uh it's a movie coming out i'm actually pretty excited about this the way he's describing mm-hmm. it it's apparently like based on tom king's comic run where supergirl was raised not raised raised <laughs> on a chunk of krypton and watched mm-hmm. everyone perish around her so it makes her much more of like a jaded character um so instead of like superman was raised on earth as krypton was like being destroyed supergirl grew up as Krypton was exploding around her. Like, that's interesting. I wonder what that does to a person. I'm excited I, to explore that. that.
1: I really love what that can lead to for if they two, like, ever interact. Because, again, yeah. she's supposed to be, like, the symbol of hope. Right. I feel like her character is going to be a symbol of, like, hopelessness.
0: She'll have a reverse S on her shirt. Reverse <laughs> hope. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, the next thing that was announced was the Swamp Thing movie, which I am yes, super excited dude, about. Dude,
1: I can't wait. Yeah, so this is apparently... <laughs> this brings me back to physics. <laughs> I do, yeah. I
0: do know a bit more about this, actually. Some more was announced, or, like, rumored. Yeah. But, um, so this is apparently going to be very tonally different the rest of the DCU. More horror. Mm-hmm. And since that... First James Gunn announcement. It's been rumored after that that James Mangold is in talks to helm the project, and he has a great track record. I was looking at his filmography. He directed Ford versus Ferrari, which I believe won an Oscar. Yep. He also co-wrote and directed Logan, like the Wolverine. Oh, I didn't know thing. that. And he's helming the new Indiana Jones movie, the Indiana Jones Dial the Dial Destinies. The only person that's not hmm. Steven Spielberg to helm a Indiana Jones movie, I believe. Dang. And apparently, he's like a massive fan of the story, and according to some sources, he, he actually approached James Gunn and Peter Saffron with that's – the, that's the other guy's name, Peter Saffron, with his ideas <laughs> for the project. Um, like, it finally clicked. <laughs> yeah. But if he does helm the project, it's probably going to be a few years away because after Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. he's contracted to helm a Bob Dylan biopic for Paramount. Interesting. So he has to start okay. on that and finish that. So it'll probably be at least two years before he even starts on um, – Dang. Swamp Thang, Swamp Thang, yeah. So, yeah, what do you think about Swamp Thang? Dang. <laughs>
1: uh, I always love the character. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see. Um, I always love like seeing him interact with other characters. For example, like Batman and how like from other animation stuff, like how they have like a mutual respect. You yeah. Know? Um. So it's gonna be. I th- again, I love the horror aspect of this. I th- this is what I was saying with what they need to do with Marvel Two after. Uh, werewolf by night but need to start expanding yeah. to like more other other spaces because that was beautifully done um, right so I've, i'm happy that we're already starting off this new slate with like this kind of uh wide but still honed spread if that makes yeah. sense
0: no i agree i think uh, i don't know much about swamp thing like i haven't read much of his comics i, I think i've read some, like the marvel equivalent whatever that guy's name is um but Man i think yeah no maybe i don't know um, yeah, it's man- man yeah. Thing. but uh, Swamp Thing, I was reading like why James Mangold likes his character and apparently there's like a lot of like human psychology and just like deep thinking about the world mm-hmm. that this character like can unlock and leads to like it started yeah. out as just like this horror creature in the comics, but then he kind of had like a lot of psychology like about man and just like humanity and, and aliveness that the character evolved into and, and they want to bring that to the big screen. So I'm excited for that. Uh, so yeah, that was the last of the announcements for this, for like, again, this isn't all of the first phase or whatever, all of the gods and creatures and monsters, or whatever the heck it was called. Uh, this is what he could announce, but that was a lot like to go off of. Um, what, what do you think? Like just overall about this, this slate?
1: Well, he, let me, well, let me ask you this. I'm seeing a lot of technical gods, right? Uh uh-huh. We're not really getting that many monsters. I mean, well, I, I guess the you could creature commandos. say the creature like commandos, all, swamp, and swamp thing. thing. Yeah.
0: Um, I think the creature commanders is a team of monsters, so I think that's pretty And maybe maybe oh maybe they're saying Waller's like a monster because of the, the stuff ooh. she does. That could be interesting. That actually. is true. Yeah,
1: monsters could be more uh le- or less derived than what I'm thinking. So yeah, maybe not like a literal monster, but like
0: just the way you act, like that could be interesting. Ooh. Maybe does like that means
1: Swamp Thing's then not a monster then? Because he's really really wholesome and right. philosophical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe
0: Booster Gold is not, like, so much a god from the future, but he's, like, a monster because of what he's done to get there or something. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know.
1: Interesting. But no, like, I, I think it's it's a unique way to start. I think it's going to be good. Yeah. I...
0: I'm cautious. Cautiously optimistic.
1: There's this guy on TikTok is like, Red Panda or something. He's, like, a mohawk. Okay. He talks, like, a lot of, <laughs> you know, just comic and nerd stuff. So, but he he has a good perspective how to look at this, which was you can be excited, but be cautious and don't have your hopes up. Like yeah. it's we've
0: been burned by DC too many times that for me to yeah. be like, yes, I'm all in. I'm like, no. So so don't like just blindly be yeah, like not blind obedience. That's what Darth Bane yeah. taught me uh, in those <laughs> books I read. Yeah, um I want uh, it to be good though. I, I desperately want same. it to be good. Same same same. What are you most excited about of all the projects? I know I know you're probably going to say Swamp Thing, aren't you?
1: No, actually I'm going to actually say uh it's between Batman and Lanterns. And that's because really? I want to see I want to see Batman done right and the closest thing we've gone to that I would say probably be the Dark Knight trilogy, what about but that the also kind of went on its own tangent. The Batman's also good, but it had a uh it's it's well, like it was said it was a year one type of Batman feel. Yeah. And it was it was kind of I love it, don't get me wrong, but it's not like a I'm thinking like the main Batman you know uh-huh I mean? okay uh, we could get that out of that too but i i love the grit that we get with the batman i want that to see in its own lane i'm wanting to see this the brave and the bold to feel like the more classical bat okay that makes sense um, i gotcha yeah but then the lanterns actually i'm very excited about that because again i i, I want to see this new dynamic i think a lot of that too is coming from like me connecting it with well potentially what it could be with like uh themes like from invincible you know oh right i'm thinking like like that got announced
0: did you see the the new trailer for that it's coming out like late Mm -hmm. i love how they just like spelled out the whole animation process (laughs) yeah dude it was so funny i'm like oh yeah that's right yeah yeah that's interesting they also like we said we we kind of touched on that earlier they were very loose with they didn't announce any video games and they said they were trying to connect gaming into everything what do you think like well there's reasons for that do you think they don't have anything in the works yet? It takes longer to make a game. It, well, it depends on the game, but for what they're trying to do. Well, if they're just like, the first game is like Batman Mobile Candy Crush. That's the first big <laughs> DC game. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh Some my god, no.
0: In the way. Ding, <laughs> hmm. uh, that'd be so terrible. <laughs> I, I don't know what they're going to do with that. I, I'm interested That's to see. A... I hope they do good stuff. Like, I kind of, like, it'd be cool to get, like, I mean, just the Arkham City game was, like, so good. Like, I just don't yes. know. Like, But that's the thing. That's because it it needs
1: to be able to build the universe properly. The Arkham games are able to establish and then keep on building on the world uh, that, that Batman was in. Yeah. And it did it fantastically. There's yeah. still some things here and there to where, like, there are some characters. That, it, it, like, their timeline is kind of weird because, like, I remember each one happened at, like, a different time when the new games came out. So it's like, oh, this one's the origin. So we went back in time. This was uh-huh. the end of Batman. So like, but if you if you pay attention to the story and all that, like, you know, you can like follow everything. And it makes sense, right? That's what we need from DC now with, with films and really what they're saying, going across the board with everything. It just needs to make sense.
0: Yeah, I don't think video games is going to work if you do like a Booster Gold random character. I think for video games, people want to play iconic characters more well so. iconic
1: characters yes i thought you were gonna say like a team thing and like no no, no, no i'm saying they want iconic
0: characters yeah yeah
1: iconic is gonna be good
0: so like i don't think um, you just like if he was like the booster gold thing is a video game i'd be like what like i, I don't think i would play that i don't know but anyways uh i, I want to touch upon else worlds again the mm-hmm. stories where they're not connected to dcu so like joker the batman um i think the Batman Part 2, the release date was officially announced as October 3rd, 2025. So Wayne 2025 is still... I don't know if this was announced before and i just forgetting this, but like Wayne 2025 is still possible, Daniel, if they change the name. <laughs> <laughs> the angsty Bruce Wayne story. Um, I think that's hilarious. We predicted 2025. Uh, we did. Not that that was such a huge prediction, but... <laughs> uh, and then the Todd Phillips Joker whatever the foley Ado, whatever it is with joaquin phoenix and lady gaga the musical set for october 4th 2024 yeah. the, um the other elseworld series includes the ongoing teen titans go uh animated series that's still going to continue and apparently there's a separate superman movie being produced by jj abrams and written by someone tataneshi coates so apparently there's two Superman projects. It was announced in 2021 uh. and remains in active development. And apparently I was reading an article and Gunn and Peter James Gunn and Peter Safran said they're eagerly awaiting a draft of the screenplay. So I I still think that's so muddy if they I don't know. I could be wrong because they're still doing Batman. Mm. Uh I don't know.
1: Yeah, I also don't know with that chief. Yeah. That's uh that's a mixed bag anyways it's kind of like when you actually do go trick-or-treating you know and then you, you like you get two out like like a candy bar and you pull out like a knockoff candy bar it's like that's not an m&m that's an sns
0: that's not an like- m&m <laughs> my rudolph's not in the packaging <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, uh i'm actually interested to see those super bowl commercials now if my rudolph anyways <laughs> so what other elseworld projects do you want to see like that are outside the main dc storyline or do you want them to focus all their efforts on the main DC storyline?
1: No, I want other Elseworld stuff. Yeah? Uh, that's, and again, comparing it to Marvel again, I want more what-if stuff, but I don't want it to be like animated what-if. I want it to be like actual tangential, like live-action what-if stuff. Okay. So I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, Or even games that would be like in what-if universes. Yeah, Elseworld be games.
0: I didn't even think about that. That could be interesting because yeah. they, could, they could just do like a crazy fun you Bat- could thing. technically say that Arkham City if you're like all those
1: games are in an else world yeah thing. but that was before like that's before yeah yeah. but, yeah. but yeah. You, you you see my point like that's yeah, yeah, where yeah. things could like tangentially go that's what I'm trying right. to say but I don't know here's the thing I want to have a character a lot, a lot of these characters are overpowered right
0: yes they're gods and monsters which is the
1: problem with the game aspect of that we talked about this before like I don't think anybody would thoroughly enjoy a superman game uh-huh if it's not too done, powerful yeah you're too powerful and like what are you gonna y- as a game coder or developer you have to find a balance right so it's like if you're playing superman in a superman game you're trying to defend metropolis i think
0: the hulk game was decent if they could find something like that like because hulk's pretty powerful too well, yeah but yeah. yeah they have to it's, find it's, an, act- an active way to you make them. sure you're not like blowing up buildings
1: and like yeah. doing stuff but then they want to pull a man doing steel. that anyway yeah. Yeah. So so it's just like you have to find a balance so like he's powerful, he can do these things, but he's going to not yeah. do these things. Yeah. Like and then like beat up these villains, but these villains also need to be powerful. They can also do like it's it's a lot of back and forth. All right. And I'm not saying it's impossible, but I'm also saying it's highly very unlikely. hard to make f- fun with being interactive.
0: So Yeah. All right. My uh last question for yeah. you before we jump into the next few segments is uh what Do you have any predictions for what everything's building towards? Like, after Gods and Monsters, what's going to come, and what, like, the big bad's going to be, if there is a big bad?
1: Well, here's the thing. With the Snyderverse, what they are trying to get was to is Apocalypse. Oh, yeah. Apocalypse? Okay. So, and they didn't do that. But I feel like uh, if we're starting off with Lanterns, we could start seeing the expansion of the Lanternverse, per se, like, with the uh-huh. other colors. The LV. Um the rainbow so we could start going to the black ring and the problem that that holds you can also still be trying to get to the anti-life equation
0: okay what is the anti-life equation
1: it pretty much i mean it depends on what storyline it's written in some it like instantly kills people and others it uh pretty much just makes people zombies but like not zombies like they're alive and dead but they're also like it, it's a weird thing and that and that's what um the guy is using omega beams I don't know. He's like all
0: gray and has like the Is blue. it Omega? I'm totally blanking on his own. From The Bad Batch. <laughs> <laughs> Omega. <laughs>
1: Isn't that? Hold on. Doomsday uh, DC. No, not CDC.
0: It could be COVID <laughs> stuff. <laughs> is it dark, dark Side? Yeah, Dark
1: Side. That's who it is. I'm like, it's not Doomsday. Doomsday's the abomination looking mother. Chuka. Yeah.
0: Omega. All right. Dark Side, potentially.
1: Anywho, but that, that that's what I'm saying, right? Like he, that's kind of his. Deal. He wants okay. to rule and get the anti-life equation, expand his empire, and all that. So we could still be going that way. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I I honestly would like to see it go a different route, like with uh, like a Black Lantern uh, problem, like that. I feel like that'd be something that's new, something that's different. Um, yeah. Something that would really
0: liven up DC a good bit.
1: Okay. That'd be kind of like its first Avengers per se.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right. Are you ready for the next segment? Yeah. 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 Uh, I've got two TTTTs this week, actually. Oh, oh, and they're both Chuck E. Cheese related. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> I watched a video and I thought they were pretty interesting. Um, okay. Did you know that the founder of Atari also founded Chuck E. Cheese? No. Yeah.
1: Wait, wait. is that like the birthplace of like children art? Oh, no, yeah. up so many questions This might clear go- it up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, during Atari's early days, the founder of Atari, Nolan Bushnell would go around selling tons of Atari arcade machines to businesses mm-hmm. across the country. He eventually saw that these machines would make tons of money in their lifetime through quarters, like way more than he was making by selling the base machine for. So he mm-hmm. thought he'd go straight to the source and open up his own arcade. Yeah. To make sure p- customers would play the machines, he centered his business around pizza since it took like a bit of prep time. And during that wait time, the customers would be inclined to play as Atari machines. And the rest is history.
1: That is kind of actually genius.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I never thought about that aspect. It's kind of weird. I mean, I get that I kind of grew into like the kids play place and birthday parties and like really weird animatronics that then inspired Five Nights at Freddy's. Have, but, my next
0: is about the animatronics. Uh, okay. You ready? Yeah, go into it, I guess. Did you know that Chuck E. Cheese was almost a coyote? Why? When the founder of Chuck E. Cheese was ordering the animal animatronics for his new business venture, he actually ordered a coyote and was planning on naming the arcade Coyote Pizza. But there was a mistake in the order and they ended up receiving a rat animatronic instead of a coyote one. Instead of ordering a new one, they decided to run with it and change the name of the restaurant to Rick Rat's Pizza. But they realized that name wasn't. The greatest, so they opted for Chuck E. Cheese since it was more chipper when you said it and it forced you to smile. So hmm. by some shipping mistake, we got Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> that is so weird to think about.
1: It is funny how that kind of works out though. Like they realize that makes like the, the like subtleness of it, like, oh yeah, it like forces you to smile. Yeah. Which, you know, of might get some serotonin so it might make you want to go.
0: Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Yes. Credit to um company man on YouTube. Uh he like a whole YouTube channel d- dedicated to like just like st- stories about different companies, and it's pretty cool. And I watched that one. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for the draft? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we are doing single-player video games.
1: Am I going first, or are you going first? I think um, you go for. No, you went first last time. I right?
0: did go first last time. I had I got Spider Verse, for best animated feature. That's right, you mother trucker.
1: Um. <laughs> oh man, this is tough. Hold on, how many single-player games have you even played in your lifetime? Have you even played, played that many? I played
0: a lot. I have a list of ten here.
1: I played okay, a lot okay. when I was younger. Hey, there's some that are in my pocket that I, I feel like you're not going to take, especially because you played Xbox. You so think that. I'm going to say uh, The Last of Us off the rip because The Last of Us is amazing. Yeah, Naughty Dog knows great. exactly what they're doing. <laughs> The show is doing a great job. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't really had like a drive to because I know how things go. Yeah. But at the same time, like I still want to see it to see how, because everybody's been saying
0: it's been great. So I it's so it. good, dude. Um, I just watched the third episode. I'm going to start with the force unleashed. I know it's an unconventional first pick, but okay. I could not risk you getting that. I just love that. Make Star Killer Cannon. Just kidding. I know that would ruin the power <laughs> levels, but I just love that. game. Uh,
1: yeah. No, that's respectable. That's respectful. Uh, I've right. got to go back to old school. So, I start off with a middle aged pick with The Last of Us for the first pick. I gotta say, Spyro. Okay. I'm just gonna say all of them because, like, what? I don't think it matters. <laughs> okay. are, you, are you gonna take any Spyros? Like, no. it doesn't matter. I'm talking <laughs> about, like, the, the OG3 that when they did the rebrand. That's your choice then. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> just, just those original PS1 games banned. They were okay. they changed a lot. And Samiac right. did a great job with those.
0: I'm gonna choose Skyrim then.
1: Oh, I, that's
0: a good one! I freaking balled out. Played so many hours of Skyrim. I don't think I ever beat dude. it, but I still played so. You've much. never
1: beat Skyrim, dude.
0: I know. I like. I was one of those kids that would do <laughs> oh the uh, the main storyline quest and did none of the side quests. So then, when I got to the first boss, I was just horrifically ill prepared for the dragon fight. And then I got caught in like a respawn loop where I would I like saved. Because I thought I was in a safe spot. Then I unpaused and immediately died. And then I just kept getting caught in that loop. <laughs> I couldn't, like, that I, was I, the I, one game, yeah. I couldn't pause <laughs> in time to, like, reload an old save. So <laughs> yeah. I, like, had to, like, start over. And I was just like, this sucks. And I took, like, a big break and haven't really gone back in a while. <laughs> so you never killed... So you got to the Alduin fight, but you never killed him. I think I... I don't remember, honestly. I think I might have went back and killed him. I don't know. I love that game, though. I think I did... <laughs> <laughs> like finally revert back to a save but then just start doing a ton of side quests i don't know
1: here's why i probably didn't think of skyrim is because for a while both me and my sister after we finished skyrim we went to play elder scrolls online for a long time and that because i was thinking multiplayer in that aspect yeah a lot of the gameplay transfers over there's a lot of new elements too that i like with yeah so uh, but that's probably why i wasn't thinking of that but that's yeah, a good yeah. pick. that's a really good thank pick. you
0: all right, your third one.
1: Since I said Insomniac on the last one, I got kind of sick of my boys Insomniac games for this one. Yeah. Uh so I'm going to say Spider-Man PS4.
0: Yeah, I knew you were going to do that. I had that yeah. originally higher on my list, but then I was like, "You know what? It's not that high Have you, on my you list. even played it? I have played it. Yes. You oh, ask me that okay. every time we bring it up, and every time I'm like, "Yes, I've played it." This is like the I'm fourth feel- time on the podcast <laughs> you've asked me if I played Spider-Man. <laughs>
1: because you're you're xbox and most more recently pc which i guess you i know play on my PC buddy
0: now, as i've told you before my buddy had it in college and i went over to his house and played yes it. <laughs> i remember now yes um yeah anyways my next one i'm choosing batman arkham city like we mentioned yep because the arkham good city pick. is just good such pick. a good game the open worldness to it and the combat we just haven't had a batman game that good since oh, yeah I no i totally that.
1: agree that's an amazing pick thank you um spider-man is a good
0: pick too we got, we got our, yeah. this is our, the third round was superhero for both of us. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. You're next. I, I'm thinking like PS2 era now. Okay. Uh-huh. I got a couple picks here. I'm going to say, uh, Sly Cooper. Okay. Uh, again, just the original trilogy of the, the PS2 games. Cause those games were, again, you're not going to take yeah. any of those, right? I'm assuming.
0: Yeah. yeah okay. You're right. <laughs> um,
1: the first one did a, a great job as like. Defining the world and like the art style, I, like I loved how they had like a comic booky feel, and they leaned into that because of the technology. Yeah, at the, time.
0: the like tune shadingness of it. Yeah, yeah. So
1: because they couldn't do like high poly counts or anything like that, because it's PS2 era, right? Right. Like, okay, how can we lean into this? And they, I love just the feel and vibe of that. It was perfectly done. Yeah, I respect it.
0: I am going to say, I'm going to say Portal Two. I know there is co op in that game, but. I just kind of cheese it, in, my guy. No, no, no but no, okay. but it's the okay. single player side of it, like, yeah, 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 I played the heck out of that before I even knew there was co op. Like, I fell in love with that game because of the story, because of the single player version. And then when I found out there was co op, then I was like, oh, this is great too. But like, I the, the this campaign of Portal Two, I love it.
1: Okay, I feel that. With that said, if we're gonna be including like single player campaigns, okay. I need to
0: include. <laughs>
1: Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, the OG one. That campaign, hell, I'll still go back and play it. Like okay. is, the gameplay was so good. The mechanics for like all the different missions were great and just the storyline was so, chef's kiss, dude. Yeah. It was flawless.
0: Did yeah. you ever play I need to honorable mention, have you ever played Chronotron on Cool Math Games?
1: That sounds familiar. <laughs> it's like a time what, what did travel you do in that puzzle
0: game. You basically like run through a level and then you run back to this time, like TARDIS thing. And then mm-hmm. when you go back, then your copy of your person does, runs the same thing, but you can now r- do a different thing with, like as a second time, like back in time. Oh yeah, yes, dude. And that's, Oh my God. That, so it, it's like, it's not technically multiplayer, even though you're playing with your past self. You're so it's like your you're past playing self, with yeah. other people. <laughs> so it's technically single player. I just want to honorable mention that. I think I'm going to yeah, say, yeah. again, this might be cheesing it again, but Minecraft single player, I still do enjoy that occasionally, especially modded. Like I spent hours, just hours, just like messing around in single player with mods and like exploring the, um, like tech mods and the magic mods and building. Like Mm -hmm. I, I think I'm gonna say that that I might be tell, cheesing It
1: we do new worlds it's like it's the first thing that you always jump into. You're like, okay, I'm building a generator, and I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, just, I, know. I got cobblestone. Every time like we get
0: to that classic, the classic <laughs> to start a new server, and then I like uh, my first thing is like, let's get through all the tech immediately. <laughs> Digital yeah. miner speed run. I mean, it's
1: nice. It's always nice having a, a generator and all that. I feel like I go out and get like a good amount of resource. I mean, I know
0: how to do it now too, but like, yeah, I feel like one. Of, like, Back hey, in the I day, man, I was like, ahead. I feel like I was ahead of the curve.
1: You were, dude. You I, like, were freaking, it. like every, I was, dude.
0: <laughs> I felt bad for like Evan because, like,
1: Evan, like every time he would join and he'd just be like, "You guys literally have a nuclear power plant in your basement, and I'm here with a stick." Yeah, <laughs> and we're in and this new bio. And that's was, like, on the one percent.
0: All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think like, that was it, right? Man? That was five.
1: Uh, so yeah, then yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, we got.
0: We got should five. do like a video game episode soon, covering like favorite games in depth. What makes a good game? childhood games like, I mean,
1: we could do a thing on the last of us like when the series is over fairly odd parents and, like, compare like the game to the show and like breaking the what...
0: rules yeah no i agree yeah. but yeah, i just wanted to bring it up have you ever played <laughs> fairly odd parents breaking the rules no dude that was such so, an so iconic game i think i think like original xbox i don't know if it was on ps1 maybe too
1: oh do you know what i just remembered did you ever go to lego.com and play yes. like the lego games there i think so um dude it was on ps2 games on that we're so crazy. I remember this one where you had like the RC car and you had to go around and do like stunts. There was this other oh one where it's like uh, the open world thing. Oh, dude, the OG Bionicle freaking browser we'll like do, flash we'll do, game. We'll do a oh my a video god. Episode.
0: All right, ready yeah, for patron yeah. shout outs? Uh, yeah, can we have Star music? We got Patreon, Lori, Frank, Rick, Lisa, Evan, Tony. Thank you so much, budging the tier. Continue the shout out. If you like this, support us over on Patreon. The link is down in the description. You get the audio episode early, special benefits, cool parts, all that jazz, and more. Thank you, seriously, sincerely to our patron supporters. We really appreciate it. Are you ready for cool comments? Yeah. What we got this time? So, Zach Henry uh, commented, question for Jake. As a CGI and VFX artist, have you worked on any of these films that were nominated for Oscars? This was on our Oscars episode. Or have you worked on any films that won Oscars? I'm just really curious on what films shows you've worked on. Um, I have not... I, I'm not a VFX artist. My job title is coordinator, so I, like like kind of adjacent creatively to the VFX artists. Just <laughs> want I like make that distinction, but I, I do work yeah. on the films. Um, I have not worked in any Oscar nominated films, but my company has like my company worked on Avatar 2, the company I work for Um, like a year or two before I started working there. And I think also like right when I started working at the company, a free guy was nominated that year, like in 2022, the, the 2022 Oscar nominations came mm-hmm. out. And Free Guy was nominated, which my company worked on. But again, that was like right before I started working. Uh, Just to answer your question about what shows and films I've worked on, I'm just pulling up my LinkedIn right now. Follow me on LinkedIn. Pull up your IMDb. (laughs) I haven't updated my IMDb. I need to. I started as a data IO coordinator. And -hmm. I worked on Miss Marvel, uh, Thor, Love and Thunder, She-Hulk, and the Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. I worked on those as a data IO coordinator. And then I was promoted to visual effects coordinator, which uh, is just slightly different and yeah. like more personalized on the projects. And I worked on two Netflix movies. Uh, it, there were like two sequels to like a children's movie. So Netflix's Ivy mm-hmm. and Bean, Doomed to Dance, and Netflix's Ivy and Bean, The Ghost That Had to Go. And I worked as a coordinator on Black Adam. So those are the projects I've worked on so far that I can discuss. Should I make myself an IMDb? What 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 do you have to miss Marvel? Sure, if you want to. I don't know. I don't I know if like I don't have
1: anything else. But like
0: I don't know if do you IMDb like games with in that extras. Too? I think so. I think IMDb puts games on there. Like if you're like I think so. Because then I could do my own game. I don't know. All right. Uh, but thank you for asking that question. I appreciate it and i am happy that like you're curious to know about that stuff. I like talking about it. All right. Ready for the introduction? Yeah. Tell me when.
1: A win. We just talked about what we want to talk about, and now we're done.
0: Bye. Thank you so, so much for being here. We really appreciate it. Next week, we'll be back with a Valentine's lovey-dovey episode. We will see you then.
1: Goodbye. Bye.